Mom life, it's worth celebrating. It's filled with opportunities to learn and grow, and we all know there will be little bumps along the way. But why not have fun and enjoy little moments as they come? I am passionate about finding ways to make the mundane feel more exciting and spontaneous. It's time we put a little more joy and happiness into our roles as wives, moms, and homemakers. I am excited for us to learn together how to add more meaning and purpose into our lives through the big five, physical, mental, social, emotional, and spiritual avenues. In a way, you could say, let's high five motherhood. This is your host, Kim Montgomery, and you are listening to High Five Motherhood. Hello, hello, and welcome back, ladies. So excited to be with you and to talk with you again this week. Okay, just a few things on my mind. So do you ever have just a few things that bother you every time you walk past them in your home, like an unfinished home project or laundry that needs to be folded or dishes that need to be washed, toys that need to be picked up, maybe shoes or bags on the floor, a few crumbs that need to be swept, maybe an awkward space in the house that needs a different furniture layout, or maybe a place that just needs some decorating and some painting or reorganizing, maybe a pile of paper on the counter or on the table. I mean, we all deal with all these sorts of problems every day, day in and day out in our homes. However big or small they may be, we all do it. We all deal with them. It's so easy to get annoyed by something and then walk past it feeling frustrated, feeling frustrated that it's there, that it just continually is there to annoy you, like it's haunting you, you know, (laughs) like that one piece of paper that just is on the stairs. And every time you go up those stairs, you see that one piece of garbage that one of your kids left on the stairs and you're like, oh, I just wish they would pick up their stuff. Oh, it just drives me nuts that they do this. I'm always having to pick up after them. Oh, it's so frustrating. You know, and you're just constantly seeing the same problem of them leaving a pencil out or a piece of paper out or something like that. And it's the same thing. You know, every time you go up the stairs, you see that piece of paper on the stairs. And every time you go down it, you see that and you remember, oh, that's annoying, you know, and it's just constantly bogging your mind down with this feeling of frustration or bitterness or um, anger, resentment, you know, towards whatever. So why do we, why do we do that to ourselves? Why do we get so annoyed by something so simple and walk by it and then get annoyed with it every single time we walk past it? It's not just like it's a one and done thing. For some reason, that stupid piece of paper annoys us every single time we walk past it, but we don't take the chance to just pick it up and throw it away and let it go. For some reason, we have to let it annoy us constantly and just not touch it. It, it it has to be an annoyance to us. We have to let it just kind of fester for a while, like sometimes for like a week or more. <laughs> it's such a simple thing. I don't know why we do this. And I'm not just saying a paper. It could be anything, right? You may walk past your pantry and be like, oh, I just need to reorganize that. And then walk past it and go do some laundry and different things. Come back. Oh, yes, that laundry looks or that, you know, pantry looks so disorganized. Oh, it's so frustrating. Every time I try to pull something out, a bunch of cans fall or um, you know, every time my kids try to get the cereal out, there's cereal that falls all over the floor because there's too many packed in there or whatever it is. Like there's always something that constantly annoys us, whatever it may be. And for some reason, we don't take the time to just fix it, to just change it, to just make things better. Why, why do we do that to ourselves? You know, why do we let that wrapper stay there on the floor and bug us every time we go up the stairs and down the stairs and just repeat it over and over and over and not just take care of the dang thing. <laughs> like, it's just so simple. Why Why don't we just throw it away? Why don't we just 
fix it? Why don't we just, you know, organize the pantry or just, you know, do little things to fix little things or big things, whatever the problem or task is that needs to be fixed or changed. Why do we just walk by it and just stay frustrated with it for a long time? Sometimes we can stay frustrated with something for a year or more or maybe several years, or maybe several weeks, or days, or months, or hours, or whatever it is. You know, say there's a lot of crumbs on the floor that, you know, somebody spilled at lunchtime or something, but you had just swept, so you're super annoyed with it, and you don't want to sweep it, and you just are frustrated and bitter about it, and you don't sweep it. But then every time you step in it, it drives you nuts because you hate stepping on crumbs, and it's so gross, you know, (laughs) but yet we don't clean it up. It's so simple. It's such a simple task, but why can't we just take the broom and just sweep it up? and be done with it. It's just the simple task of picking up that piece of garbage and just throwing it away or picking up the broom and sweeping up the few crumbs or whatever it is, right? So all we need is just to do that simple task so we can clear up our mental space for more important things because regardless of if you realize it or not, these things are taking up our mental space. They're cluttering our mind. Little things throughout our house or relationship-wise or whatever, you know, little problems that we're facing, they clutter up our mind and they demand our mental attention, whether we're focusing on it or not. It's always just kind of in the back of our minds. So why not clear up that mental space? Why not fix that little thing, whether it may be sweeping up a few crumbs or reorganizing your pantry or maybe creating space for something you know, making a a home for something that needs a home, like for paper clutter, for example, you know, creating a system to have all of that paper clutter go somewhere so that it has a home and we have places to put everything so that everything can be in its place and things aren't just cluttered all over the counters or, you know, tables or whatever. One of the biggest things that we faced with challenge-wise with that, you know, annoyance was that we didn't have a mudroom. And it's really hard the way that our house is designed. There's not really space for a mudroom. Um, there's, you know, right when you walk in the house from the garage, it's like there's not anywhere to put any sort of like shoe shelf or shoe bin or even hooks for backpacks because the hall is so narrow and it's next to the laundry room that it's like if I had to, you know, get my laundry done and bring a basket through, I would knock all the backpacks off the wall or run into something, you know, as I'm going through and hit a a corner of, you know, a shoe shelf with my knee or something. So there's just no space for a mudroom. And we tried, we had like an under the stairs closet thing and we tried that and it just became a mess of every time, even though I put hooks there and I tried to fix it, um, the, the hooks, you know, the kids would hang their backpacks on it and sometimes it would slide off or there was a shoe shelf in there. And, and sometimes they would just kind of chuck the shoes in there because you can close the door. So nobody sees it, which (laughs) works for kids. But for mom, the one that is trying to keep things organized and clean and having a system in place, it's really bothersome every time I open the door and have shoes flooding out, (laughs) you know, and, and going in there and finding a PB and J that's been molding for like three months. Cause I didn't realize it was left in there behind the shoes shoved back in a corner, you know, or things like that. And you're like, what is that smell? Oh yeah. You know, Oh, this is terrible. I'm totally airing my dirty laundry, but it's the truth. We really did find one like that. (laughs) Luckily it was in a Ziploc bag and it was zipped up. So, you know, that was a plus at least it wasn't just, you know, molding the entire room. It was just the bag. (laughs) But for reals though, why do we, why do we just let these things constantly bother us? Why don't we just take, take heart, take courage and be brave and just go for it you know, and fix the problem. 
so one of the things that I realized was the mudroom thing just wasn't working. We had our backpacks hanging up on stools and we had our shoes in a shoe bin that kind of worked, but it was so small. You couldn't really fit more than, you know, one or two pairs of shoes. So all the other shoes end up on the floor. Um, the baskets, every time you would open them would leave little bits of the basket would kind of peel off and they'd fall onto the floor. And then I'd have to be sweeping constantly. Um, and as they left all their backpacks on the stool, sometimes they were on the stool, sometimes they were under the stool or on the stool seat. Sometimes they were unzipped and papers were falling out and, you know, the toddlers are getting into the backpacks and then the kids are getting angry. I mean, there's so many things that just were not working with the system we had put in place to try to change what we had. So we had to come up with a new one. And for some reason, I just kind of let it fester and annoy me for a while. Like I would say, I don't know. I mean, depending on what part of the mudroom situation, <laughs> every time I fixed it, it's been, you know, we keep it for a little bit, a few months or whatever, and then realize it's not working and change it up to do something else and it's not working. And we just keep on running into problems. So this mudroom has been a problem and an issue for a long time. And it's, it just would annoy me every single time I saw those backpacks on the stool. I'm like, oh, I just don't want to see these backpacks hanging up everywhere, you know, and shoes, I'm tripping over shoes because they wouldn't be where they're supposed to be or different things like that. And so I tried to create systems, but they just weren't working. And that's something that I needed to realize that for my family, I can't just make a system in place that works for me and me alone. I have to make a system that is convenient and easy enough that even my kids can follow it without me constantly having to remind them on how to follow that system. And not only do I have a system in place of, okay, we do this, this, and this, you know, X, Y, and Z when we enter the house so that things can be put away, but we also have places and spaces for everything that they need to put away. So I thought, okay, you know, I've been wanting like a hall tree, like a mudroom, you know, whatever for years. It's like, I mean, every, ever since I've had kids, I've wanted a place to have a mudroom and I just, I haven't had the space for it. So I've been trying to be creative and trying to make things, but nothing has really worked. But I've had this dream of having a beautiful hall tree that I could work with since I've never had a mudroom and kind of create my own mudroom. But I just kept on putting it off and kept on putting it off. And finally, one day I thought, why am I letting myself deal with this problem, this annoyance day after day after day when I easily could have saved up money during that whole time of being annoyed and just solved the dang problem and got the dang hall tree and fixed it. <laughs> like I knew exactly what I needed to fix it. I just, for some reason, kept dragging my feet and letting it annoy me and fester in me and get frustrated about it when it could have been solved in two seconds had I just made a plan, saved up, and then done it. You know, why, why do we do that to ourselves? And so this is the biggest thing that I found is sometimes you just got to do it. You just got to let go of your excuses and just go for it. So I ordered this hall tree. It came in. My husband and I decided, okay, even though we don't want to spend our whole Saturday doing this, we are going to just knock out some home projects of things that have been annoying us that we just want to fix and make better. So we started you know, building this thing and granted he built most of it. I only helped with a little bit, but we also got the kids involved and let them help, you know, hammer some nails in and different things like that. So that it be, kind of became a family project where we kind of all decided, okay, this is something that we want to do to solve our family's problem. So together as a family, we're going to make the solution happen. Um, and as soon as we were finished, we put it up and, you know, I started kind of designing it and all of a sudden it just like made 
the space feels so much better. And I couldn't put it in the hallway right next to the garage where I wanted to put it. I had to put it in my family room and it's not necessarily, you know, the best place for it. Like ideally I would love to have an actual mudroom, but since I can't, this is the closest thing I can do and it works. And it's been great because not only does it carry all their backpacks and all their shoes and plenty of shoes for um, not only our family, but anybody that visits, they can place their shoes there and, and it makes a space for other people's bags and hats and coats and whatever, so that there's places for other people when they come to our house and not just ours. And, and there's a system in place and it looks nice and I can decorate it and it makes me happy and it matches our decor. I mean, there were so many problems that it was solved by just getting that one piece that I had dreamed about for the longest time and just didn't go for it and just do it. Didn't, I didn't order it and it could have been solved years ago. Why didn't I just do it? You know, it's like, there's so many things I feel we as moms or parents or whatever deal with in our house. We're just kind of get annoyed with it and are just frustrated there, but we just kind of keep letting it frustrate us and fester in us and, and take up that mental space when we could easily just have clarity and clear our minds from that by fixing the problem, just fig- figuring out, you know, what is my problem? What is the thing that is bothering me or annoying me or frustrating me? How can I solve it? Cre- come up with some creative solution ideas, pick one, and then focus on solving it and just fixing the problem so that it doesn't continue to fester. And like I said, this doesn't have to be some huge project like, you know, reorganizing your pantry or doing a huge home project of a home renovation or, you know, buying a big piece of furniture or something like that. It could be as simple as picking up that wrapper on the stairs or sweeping up the crumbs or, you know, putting away something or creating a system in place to put your papers filed in a way that you want, whatever it is, find solutions to those problems rather than letting those problems constantly fester and annoy you. Create solutions. When we create solutions, we take action. We decide enough is enough. And we are going to be action taking moms. We're, we're not going to let life pass us by and get frustrated with every little thing and just be annoyed all the time. Like that just kind of, it kind of hinders our happiness a little bit, you know, when we're just kind of in that grumpy mindset, why not fix it? Why not find something today that is frustrating you or that's a problem that you're dealing with in your family or in your home And maybe come up with some ideas with your spouse or your kids or, or, you know, whatever, and and work together, come with, come up with not only a solution that works for you, but also works for the rest of the family and then a system in place so that that thing can continue to work. You know, if there's, like I said, with mine, with my mudroom thing, if there's a problem of shoes and coats and, you know, backpacks, whatever being kind of thrown about generally it's because there's not a good spot for them that is convenient and that is easy enough for them to put away as soon as they get home that it just doesn't work out. And so if you want things to work out, you've got to make things convenient and easy. And I think that's the biggest, the biggest reason why a lot of systems fail in homes, including my own, is when I don't have things convenient and easy enough for people to want to do what it, system I have in place or to do the system that I have in place. Um, so if I want, you know, my, I'm trying to think of another example. If I want my kids to clean their room, um, and 
they have so much stuff that it's overwhelming every time they go to clean their room because they constantly are making messes. The problem isn't that they need to clean their room. The problem occurred before that where we had too much stuff. We need to declutter. And we didn't have places for the things that they wanted. And so things would get shoved in random places. Or maybe I didn't teach them the best ways of cleaning up and making sure that every time we make a mess, we clean up after ourselves. So a lot of times the problems that we face are not the initial actual problem. That's just a, that's a, um, a rippling effect, like a domino effect of something that happened prior to that, that I, that I could have done better. I could have fixed to make better. And I'm not saying that we, you know, all need to fix everything and we need to be perfect because that's not the case. We're all imperfect. We're all human. And there's going to be some problems that we all face and we can't solve everything all the time, but we can solve at least one problem sometime, right? We can, we can focus on one thing that really frustrates us and find a way to change it, to make it better. And then do that again and again and again until we're, we're starting to make home life easier and run more smoothly because we're choosing to take action and to change our situation, to make it better and to make it more enjoyable to be in our homes and with our families, because all of those little annoyances become less and less and less. And so it doesn't take up all that mental space. We're able to think more clearly and we're able to enjoy the space we're in and the people we're with. And that's one of the biggest reasons why I'm such an advocate for systems. Having systems in place in the home truly make a difference in home life. And it's not just, you know, the actual physical system of, you know, when you get home, you put your, you know, backpack on a hook and you put your shoe in the shoe shelf. Yes, that is a place for them to put it, but it's also a system mentally that I teach. I have to teach them ahead of time that when they come home, what do we do? Okay, we hang our backpacks up. We put our shoes in the shoe shelf. We wash our hands with soap. We sit down and get ready for a snack. We open up our homework folders and get started on homework. Like I have to teach them the system and how it works and not just give them the resources to put their things where they need to go and just let them have at it. Like I think that's another big thing that we as moms need to not forget is that we have to find a way to teach them how we want those systems to work. Because if we're not taking the time to teach them, they're not going to learn as quickly or in the way that we'd like them to, to make things work in the, in the way that our home needs things to work in order to function. Um, so we, we kind of have to put a little work in ourselves and, you know, that's the hard part about this is when there's those frustrating or things that are, you know, making us bitter or hold resentment or whatever, annoy us, you know, whatever it is, that little piece of paper, you know, on the stairs, like it's got to get resolved. It's not a big deal, but it can become a big deal if you leave, leave it there. Just as if I left, you know, a dish in the sink, I don't know what it is, ladies, but it is magic. No joke. <laughs> if you leave one dish in the sink, everybody in the family then leaves their dishes in the sink and then becomes a pile of dirty dishes. But for some reason, if I rinse my dish off, and leave no dishes in the sink, it's a lot harder for my kids to leave their dishes in the sink because I've taught them that I like to have a shiny sink. I like to have a clean sink and I like to have my kitchen clean and, you know, my dishes loaded in the dishwasher. So I've had to teach them, you need to go from point A to point B like this. You need to take your plate from the table, take it to the sink, rinse it off, you know, scrub it or whatever, and then put it straight into the dishwasher if the dishwasher is 
you know, dirty. If it's clean and we're not going to load it right then, then we put it in the left sink. So it's rinsed and ready to go to put in the dishwasher once the dishwasher is empty. Um, and I'm not saying I'm perfect at this because we definitely have times when our dishes pile up too. Um, but that's a little lesson that I learned over the years, which is so simple. It's so easy to do, but it's way easier said than done. For some reason, dishes and laundry pile up very quickly. But if I learn or try to discover for myself a system that I really want to implement in my family, if I take the time to teach my family that system and create a place for everything and have everything in its place, and like I said, teach my family those things, those principles of that system, it works. It's a little time consuming sometimes, and it can be a little frustrating when you're trying to teach, you know, a child how to wash a dish because sometimes they're not going to do it perfectly and you're going to get a little water on your floor. You're going to get some food flung onto the window or whatever, you know, there's, there's going to be some mishaps along the way. But if we take time to teach our kids how things are supposed to be done in the home, they eventually will learn and they will start to take pride in their space too. Because our home is not just mom's space and how mom wants it. It needs to be something that works for the whole family. So find find some solutions to the problems that your family is facing and work on those creative solutions together. Be problem solvers. Don't let things annoy you. Don't let things fester in you or your kids or your spouse. If there's something that's annoying, you know, you and your spouse or your kids or all of you, find a solution. Don't let it fester in you anymore. Create a solution and actually take action to fix it. Change it. Make it better. Make make your house a home, you know? It's life is just happier when we when we take action and when we care for the people around us and the space that we live in. It's just a better place to be. I I realized this when, you know, I was talking to one of my friends who's just amazing. I mean, she just, she seems, she's one of those ladies that just seems like she has it all together. And sometimes I have a hard time and I, I sink into that comparison game and I think, oh, well, she can do this. So she can do that. And I, you know, I'm, I'm never able to get things, you know, right. Or my decor doesn't look as good as hers, or she has things so organized or, you know, she knows how to have so much more fun with her kids or whatever it is. You know, we get into that stupid comparison game and it's dumb. I know, but it happens and we all deal with it. And I'm definitely one to raise my hand first and say, I'm guilty of that. (laughs) I'm not perfect. I fall there and I notice it and I realize it's not good. And so I have to kind of knock myself out of it and, and be happy with where I'm at. And instead of saying, oh, well, you know, she, she does this so great and she does that so great. Well, why don't, why don't I choose to solve that for myself instead of being annoyed that I don't do that? Why don't I just step up to the plate and do it myself? You know, why don't I find a way to take action and change my situation instead of being so jealous that she's got this beautiful home with beautiful decor? Why don't I start decorating my home? Why don't I work with what I've got? Why don't I try hanging up some pictures that I've had sitting in my bedroom, laying against the wall or under my bed or whatever for a year now or something, you know, why don't I start hanging some stuff on the wall? It's not like it takes a ton of time or you know, mental space to do something simple like that. It's just the fact that I just, I put it off. You know, that's the biggest thing is we procrastinate things that we know we would like to do or would like to have done, but it's that maybe it's a little time consuming or maybe there's a little more effort or, you know, thinking that has to go into it. And we just don't really have the time or desire to do it right then. Although we do want the end result, we just maybe don't want to do the work. (laughs) And I think that can go for anything in life. So. Maybe we just need to 
find a way to be brave, step up to the plate and take action, you know, let go of our fears that we may not succeed perfectly, give ourselves the freedom to make mistakes and to try and try again. Cause like I said, with that mudroom, as I was making it, not only did it make me so happy what it, once it was done, but it's taken years to get to that dream hall tree that I have been wanting. It didn't have to, I could have done it sooner. I just procrastinated and just kind of was lazy and just tried to take the easier route. So I didn't have to go get it and put it together or whatever the excuse was. I don't even know. It's not like it was even that hard. It was just the fact that I needed to do it and just didn't do it, you know? And so I dealt with problem after problem and trying to solve it, but not really solving it. Even though I knew there was a better solution, I just didn't do it. I don't know why. For some reason, sometimes we just kind of get lazy and we find excuses and reasons why we aren't going to do that thing. But really, it's not that hard. We can just do it. We just have to kind of find it in ourselves and give us that little boost and take action. So find whatever it is that your hall tree is in your life. You know, your mudroom, that little piece of garbage that needs to be picked up. Find out what that problem is and decide to solve it. And then take the opportunity on, on our Facebook group or in Instagram for high five motherhood and post about it. Please, please share your stories. I, we would love to hear about what problems you've faced in your family and how you found a solution because sharing is caring and it's amazing how many ideas we can learn from each other when, when we share them, you know, why, why hold all of those wonderful success stories to yourself. It's not prideful to share it. It's helpful. People want to know and and gain ideas of how to do this motherhood and homemaking thing. It's hard. (laughs) I'll be the first one to admit it's not easy. And I love hearing ideas because sometimes it sparks an interest or an idea in me and helps me to do something better for my own home. You know, like don't hold that back. Share anything that you're learning so that we can all learn and grow together because we all appreciate just a little bit of help. You know, we all are facing struggles and we all could use a little boost of energy. So do what you can to problem solve this week. Find a solution, a creative solution to one of the problems that you, you, your family, you know, your home is facing and please share it with us. We would love to hear about it. Thank you so much for listening, ladies. It's been a wonderful, wonderful chat today. And I just, I'm so grateful that I'm able to do this podcast and, and share Um, my thoughts and ideas about motherhood and homemaking and all the different things with you ladies. It's just such a joy to um, talk with all of you. So I hope that you're having a great week. I hope you enjoy finding ways to create solutions to the problems that you're facing. And I hope together that we can go through this motherhood thing um, as a team and work towards bettering our homes and our families. Thank you so much for listening and we'll talk to you next week. Bye. Well, ladies, that about sums it up for this week. As always, I'm cheering for you and I'm here for you. I want to help you and support you to do your very best. This is your host, Kim Montgomery, and you are listening to High Five Motherhood. Thanks so much for listening, ladies, and we'll see you next time.